Hello, and welcome to Champagne and Celery Juice, a podcast for the girl that wants to have her champagne and be fit too. I'm your host, McKaylin, and I am so excited to be back for another episode. So this is the first episode that you might actually be watching. I am working on getting my video set up, and this is just the set that I have where against my bookshelf. Hopefully this evolves. Um, There's going to be some changes in my house. We'll be rearranging and changing things in the next month or two. And I will have like an actual office and podcast studio upstairs. And I want to make it super cute. And that's where I'll do the video in front of when that's able to happen. But we're, we're growing as we're going, okay? And we're doing our best. So if you're watching this in clips, hello. Or I'm going to try to figure out how to put this on YouTube. But our set will change as we get better and we evolve and we have better use of our space. But anyways, happy freaking Friday. It is a Fit Girl Friday, as I've coined it, because I like alliteration. We can work on that. I used to also do Wellness Wednesday segments on my Instagram like forever ago when Instagram Live was a thing. And like IGTVs for long form videos and stuff. And I think that I'm going to bring Wellness Wednesday back to the Instagram. But for now, happy Fit Girl Friday. Hope everyone has had the best time. It is June. It officially feels like summer. The first day of summer is still a couple weeks away. But for me, Memorial Day weekend is the start of summer. So we are here. We've made it to a new month. We have, um, we just started month sixth of 2023. So if you haven't started working towards the goals that you want to achieve for 2023 yet, that's fine. You still have a little over half the month to make things happen. So decide right now what you're going to do and then put the work in to make it happen. I am so excited to be going on a Nashville girls trip next weekend. Can't wait to tell you guys all about it. I am kind of a crazy planner and I already have our brunch reservations and our happy hour reservations at Dolly's and I bought us tickets for a rooftop rosé party at the Hampton Social that just happened to be going on the Saturday that we're there because it's National Rosé Day. Who would have thought? I swear I have the best luck sometimes when we're traveling as far as things just happening to be going on when I'm already going to be in the place. Um, when me and JMO went to Austin a couple weeks ago, my friend just happened to be playing at a club in Austin Friday night that we got to go to. Now me and my friend have had this Nashville trip booked for a couple months and I find out that the Saturday we're there just happens to be National Rosé Day and the Hampton Social, which is like my favorite place ever anyways, is having a whole party on the rooftop bar. So cannot wait for that. Stay tuned for... All of the girly pink rosé filled content from that trip. And then as I'm getting ready for that trip, I'm also booking and planning my Vegas trip for my birthday next month. So I'm just pumped. We're busy, busy, busy. We are in our travel girl era, which is how I like it. Um, if I don't have a trip planned at least once a month to get out of small town Oklahoma, I start to go a little stir crazy. So... Nashville next weekend, Vegas the end of July, Salt Lake City for another business convention at the end of August. And then there's going to be all kinds of other exciting things happening over the summer that I can't quite share yet because it's not 100% happening, but I am just making major moves and I'm so excited to see 
where we are when we get to the last quarter of the year because I think things are going to be wildly different. And that's all I'm going to say. So what I am loving right now is my Apple Watch. I cannot believe it took me so long to get one. Um, Since I started doing my heat workouts at the beginning of the year, I had just been using the old Orange Theory heart rate monitor that I had and tracking my calories that way. And then that finally quit working on me like a month and a half ago. And I went a couple weeks without it. And I was like, if I'm not tracking my calories, am I even working out? So I finally broke down and got an Apple Watch. I'm burning so many more calories than I thought I did in a day. And maybe it's because I'm working more like... I'm trying to move more like this watch has inspired me to park at the back of the parking lot going into the grocery store so I get my extra steps and to go take walks on my lunch break so that I can get extra steps and it makes sure that I don't skip a workout even if my workout is a 30 minute walk because I want to log all 30 minutes of my workout goal every single day and so it's just been a game changer I don't know how I went so long without it but I feel like it's making me way more aware of my movements and what I'm actually doing. So I love that. For what I'm over today, I I don't have one. I sat and I tried to think of something for a while and I was like, you know what? Why am I going to try to like pull negativity out of my life if it's not already there? Like the last couple weeks have just been freaking awesome and the last few days in specific Everything seems to be lining up how I want it to. I can like start to see the wheels turning and things rearranging to help me live out what my dream life is. And I'm just really freaking excited for everything coming. So I'm not really over anything right now. Everything is fabulous. Life is wonderful. It's a wonderful time to be alive. The sun is shining. It is summer. Days are longer. Everything is great. So that's where we're at. So the main topic for today is the life lessons that I have learned so far training for a 10K. So if you have ever done any kind of distance race, you will probably relate to a lot of these. If you have not done some kind of distance race, I think that you should pick one and try, even if it's a 5K, because you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about your work ethic. You learn a lot about several different aspects of your life that pertain to not only the race, but everything else. Like I have learned things about how I handle pressure. I have learned things about how I deal with lack of motivation and it's pushed me to kind of grow in a bunch of different areas, which I did not expect. I was just like, you know what? I like a challenge. I've never ran this far in a race before. I'm going to do it um, because Before COVID, I was training for a half marathon, and then it ended up getting canceled. I ended up stopping. So I've never actually ran in a race that was longer than a 5K. So I'm super excited for all of the lessons that I've learned. And really, there are lessons and growth opportunities everywhere if you're willing to look for them. I did an episode a while back about the lessons I learned on our ski trip, trying to learn to ski as an adult. There are lessons in your fitness journey that pertain to things that have nothing to do with your fitness journey. If you're 
open-minded and willing to take something productive from any situation, you will find something productive to take from any situation. So lesson number one, movement creates motivation, not the other way around. So if you are waiting to feel motivated to do something, you will probably be waiting a really long time. And if you rely on the motivated feeling to get things done, that is fleeting. It does not last that long. But by moving towards your goal, whatever it is, whether it's working, like going on your run to work towards the race or going to the gym to try to hit your health goal or doing something to move the needle in your business, movement and action creates the motivation that you desire. So you have to do the thing first and then the motivation will come and it will help you carry in momentum and keep going. So uh, I talked about this a little bit on my personal Instagram story this morning, but that's where this came from. I did not want to go do my four and a half mile run this morning. I was dragging. I've worked out really hard at heat all week. I detoxed at the beginning of the week, so I wasn't feeling great a couple days this week. I was just feeling blah as all that bad stuff was exiting my body. And I woke up this morning and I was like, you know, I really don't want to go do four and a half miles. I tried to bargain with myself and convince myself that I had worked hard three days this week already. I was going to do heat later anyways. I can skip the run. And then I was like, no, you have to do the run. You haven't ran except for a mile this week. You have to go do your run. And so then I started talking to myself, well, maybe I'll just do my three mile run today and I'll do the four and a half mile long run on Sunday. And then I was like, no, I don't know what I'm doing Sunday. My aunt and my uncle are going to be in town and we're going to have plans. So who knows if I will even have time to do four and a half miles. We're going to freaking do it. I got to the park Still was not feeling it, but I put on an Ed Milet podcast and I ran and I finished it. I did not walk. I did the full four and a half miles and I felt so much better when it got done. I felt so accomplished. I was proud of myself for keeping the promise I had made for myself and sticking to my training program. I had way more energy and I'm still riding that high and it is 2 p.m. So 10 out of 10 recommend doing the hard thing. That's the second lesson that I've learned is you can freaking do hard things. Your body is stronger than you give yourself credit for and it's your mind that's standing in the way. Mind over matter. Like we've heard it our entire lives. Mind over matter. It's so true. You are so much more capable than you ever think that you could be. I did not think that my legs were capable of carrying me four miles when that was my first long run a couple weeks ago. I was like, there is no freaking way. I haven't ran over three miles in a year or two or three, maybe. This is going to be too hard. I'm probably going to have to walk. Like, that's what I decided before I went into it. And then my body surprised me and I kept talking myself through it. I was like, you can do hard things. You can do this. You are awesome. Look at how far you've already come. I also kind of have to like trick myself while I'm running. So One mile seems like nothing to me now. I've done enough runs that I'm like, one mile is easy. So I'll get up to three miles and I'll be like, ah, you only have a mile left or you only have a mile and a half left. That's easy. If you were starting right now, you would laugh at that. So go ahead and finish it. That's kind of how I have to talk myself through things. But just know that you can do hard things. And our mind is what holds us back a majority of the time. And most of the scared things that our mind tells us are a lie. Fear is completely in your head. Unless you are like out in the jungle having to run from lions and stuff. Whatever we have in our normal lives right now, 
is not that bad. It's not that scary. It's something that we work up in our brains and you have control over that. So mind over matter. Number three, you'll be glad you did. (laughs) Never, ever, ever have I regretted going on a run. And when I think back over my life, I have not regretted a single decision that I made to get out of my comfort zone, whether that was going to the podcasting event alone that I just got back from or starting the online business I had nothing about or starting this podcast. Every single step that I've taken that leads me out of my comfort zone and what is comfortable has resulted in so much growth, so many blessings and things that are still in the works now. Like I don't even know how they're going to pan out, but you will be glad you did. Kind of how I was talking about this morning that I had so much more energy. I felt so energized and motivated and excited when I finished my run this morning. That's how I always feel after a run. It might suck getting there. It might suck during, but as soon as it's over, I have always felt happy that I did it. Even the ones that have to happen at 8.30 or 9 p.m. because that was when I had to fit it in. Like, I'm still so glad that I did it. I come home, I make dinner, I shower, and I go to bed feeling fulfilled and like I did what I needed to do for the day. So those are what the lessons that I've learned so far. I am only halfway through my training. Actually, I'm on week five. I'm ending week five of training for this race out of eight weeks. So who knows what else I will discover about myself as I continue the journey, but I will keep you guys posted. I'm planning on doing another recap after I finish the actual race because 6.4 miles spent running and in my own head probably will lead to some reflection and maybe it'll be something worth sharing with you guys. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to listen to music and podcasts and stuff while I'm doing the race or if I am just going to fully immerse myself in the day and what is happening and the people around me. I haven't decided yet. If you've ever done a race, I would love it if you would weigh in and tell me what you did, if it would be better if I were to have my playlist and my podcast set out, or if it's better just to go with your own thoughts. Let me know. But I hope this was helpful. If it was, you can go ahead and take a screenshot and share it on your story and tag at champagne and celery juice on Instagram. We're still doing that giveaway once we hit a thousand listens that I will be drawing a winner and you get an entry for sharing the podcast on your story. You get an entry for leaving a rating and review on Spotify or Apple. And that's going to be a fun giveaway when we get there. But I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and a great next week. And you do something today to step into your fit girl era. Bye guys. Bye guys.